0: 6 o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley is behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard here on this Friday night, a football Friday night, a lot to get into over the course of the show. We will have a hot stove check-in later, latest in the fills, and what could be available this offseason. We'll do NFL picks, guest takes, all the Friday night fun. We will have a guest on for Indianapolis as well to talk about this game against the Colts and what the Eagles can expect on Sunday in Indianapolis. And uh, we do a big Sixers game tonight, so we'll do a trust the pregame. But I want to start, of course, with the Eagles and and this game on Sunday, and really what what I call is kind of a crossroads of the season right now because you know there, we're at a point now where things are starting to go the other way. We could be as concerned as we want. We could be not concerned. You could you could choose to have your level of concern after the first loss of the season. But it's pretty clear the Eagles right now are not in as good of a place as they were, say, four or five weeks ago. They're not playing their best football. Their run defense obviously is an issue where they have to go sign two defensive tackles veterans that were not on the team in the middle of the week. They have injuries and a pretty significant amount of injuries now that they hadn't had suffered the entire season so far. Vontae Maddox, we're not going to see him for probably a whole month at least. Dallas Goddard, a month at least. You know, J- uh, Jordan Davis been out a couple weeks, and I don't expect it back for another couple weeks at least. I mean, that's three significant starters not around. A.J. Brown hobbled off the field or hobbled around the field on Monday Night Football. Devontae Smith rest in practice yesterday with a knee issue. So this team right now is banged up. They're not playing their best football, and they have a bunch of opponents coming up here who could prey on their weakness. Jonathan Taylor's on the schedule. Aaron Jones is on the schedule. Derrick Henry's on the schedule. Saquon Barkley's on the schedule. And guess what? After that, the best rushing team in the league right now is the Chicago Bears led by Justin Fields, who's rushing for about 100 yards a game at the quarterback position. They're after that. So it's just running team after running team after running team, that all could give the Eagles trouble, and we have reached the point in the season now where it feels like the Eagles are going to have to be bailed out. They're going to have to find this is going to be pretty. They're going to have to find a way to do it and find a way to just grind out some victories here and, and hold their place. And, and and I say hold their place because you know I, I think as of a week ago it was very easy to just write the Eagles in as NFC's champions and the number one seed in the NFC. Very easy. And they're still, I think, likely to end in the, you know with those two accolades, but it's not a lock. I mean, they're tied right now with Minnesota for the number one seed in the NFC. And Minnesota hasn't lost the games that's coming here. The Giants are only one game behind the Eagles in the NFC standing, so none of this is a lock right now. The Eagles are going to have to find a way, and they're going to have to kind of grind their way to victories over the next month to keep their place where we want it to be, which is right atop the NFCs and right atop the NFC standings. And you know what? In the NFL, when the going gets tough, when you lose players, when things aren't right, you know what you find out? You find out about the quarterback. And I want to talk about Jalen Hurts tonight because Jalen Hurts now has a chance to do something he hasn't been asked to do yet in his young career, which is carry the franchise. I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. I've been a Jalen Hurts supporter and a fan and a believer since he was very young. I mean, I sat here almost two years ago and said, I I think this guy's going to be something for the Eagles. And I was so excited to watch him play and get a chance to play in 2020. And last year, through the ups and the downs, I said he's going to get better, and he will continue to get better, and all the good things that we've seen – Add the add the add the tangibles as they come here because he will get better from where he is now. He's a leader, and you can win football games with Jalen Hurts. I've been saying this for years, and obviously, you can win football games with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. Look at this season. Look at what he did in the second half of last year. You, it's 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 clear as day now to everyone in this city. Can you win with Jalen Hurts? One thousand percent. You know what we get to find out now. Can you win because of Jalen Hurts? They can win with Jalen Hurts, and they've shown that, and I think Jalen Hurts will be a winning quarterback for the remainder of his career in the NFL. You can win with this guy. Can you win because of Jalen Hurts? That is now the question, and the the bar has now been raised. You know why? Jalen Hurts isn't some prospect anymore. He's a legitimate NFL MVP candidate. And in about five or six months, Jalen Hurts may be the recipient of a contract that pays him $40 million per season. And you know when you find out if you have a special quarterback – you find out if you have a special quarterback when everything around him starts to crumble, when he starts to lose players. Because let's be honest, if the Eagles pay Jalen Hurts $40 million per year, per you know, per season moving forward, it's going to be the equivalent of having three or four or five players out every week. You know why? You can't pay those three or four or five players if you pay Jalen Hurts. So every week moving forward next year, the roster is going to kind of look like it does now. And I'm not saying certain guys will be injured. I mean, like, in terms of the talent around him, it'll be less than it was at its best this year because you, just, you, quite frankly, can't afford everybody. It's going to change the team. And the best quarterbacks in the league, they raise their team up. They find a way, especially when things go, go off schedule, when you don't have all your guys out there, when it's not perfect, they find a way to drag their teams to victories. And that's what I'm asking Jalen Hurts to do now. 215 94 94. I'm raising the bar on Jalen Hurts. And I'm raising the bar on the expectations we should have for Jalen Hurts. It's no longer can they win with this guy. He answered those questions already. Go look at the last calendar year of football. I think they'll have one of the best records in the league. You could obviously win a lot of football games with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback. But can you win because of Jalen Hurts? Five weeks from now, I think we're going to have a better answer to that question. I'll tell you how I feel. My guess is they can. And my guess is he's going to deliver here over the next five weeks and further prove he is the guy and further proof, he's worth the money he's going to get paid. And I'm going to say it this way. I I don't need Jalen Hurts to go out there on Sunday or next Sunday against the Packers or the Sunday after that against the the Tennessee Titans. I don't need 350 passing yards and four touchdowns through the air. I I don't need anything spectacular from Jalen Hurts without his compliment of guys because I I realize statistically – it will be difficult. It'll be, it might be more choppy to move the football. They might not have as much explosion without Dallas Goddard. The run game might not be as good without Dallas Goddard blocking there. A.J. Brown, he was full in practice today, but we'll see. That ankle was rolled in that game Monday, and after that he was invisible. You may get a hobbled A.J. Brown or not as good A.J. Brown the next couple weeks if he's, got a, if he's got a hurt ankle, and that's possible. But guess what great quarterbacks do? They find a way. They find a way. I think back to Donovan McNabb during a lot of the years he was here at his best. Did Donovan McNabb have great weapons? He did not. He did not have close to great weapons. Now, he had an excellent defense backing him up. But guess what? Sometimes he ran when he had to run and scored a touchdown or moved the chains. You know, a guy that I've compared Jalen Hurts to before, he reminds me a lot of Steve McNair. Steve McNair didn't play a pretty brand of football some of those years with the Titans. He didn't often have great wide receivers. You know, he had a pretty good tight end. He obviously had a really good running back in Eddie George, but he kind of mucked and grinded his way to victories. If he had to run, run through two people, score a touchdown with his legs late in the game or move the sticks, he would do that. I'm not asking for Jalen Hurst to go out there and light the world on fire without Dallas Goddard with maybe a banged up A.J. Brown with this team around him right now not as good as it was 5 weeks ago let's just call it for what it is the eagles right now today are not as good as deep or as talented or as healthy of a team as they were a few weeks ago that's part of the nfl ebbs and flows ebbs and flows but the quarterback has to be the constant and i'm raising the bar on jalen hurts now because he's got to find a way when things break down around him to win to win the games 2155929494 and, you know, I'll use a comparison to a guy who I don't think does this enough. I like Dak Prescott. I think he's a good quarterback. Dak Prescott's been a good quarterback for the Cowboys for a while. And obviously you, you can win football games with Dak Prescott. He's beaten the Eagles many times. But does Dak Prescott elevate the Cowboys when things go bad? I never thought he has. He he kind of has that thing where if everything around him is really good, you can win a lot of games with Dak Prescott. And, and he's he's done that for a long time in the NFL, and that's why he's been – A good quarterback, you know, a top 13, 10, you know, eight to 13 quarterback for a long time. But Dak Prescott's really never sniffed being a top five quarterback because when things aren't perfect around him, he loses. When things aren't perfect with his defense or his offensive line or his running game goes backwards or his receivers aren't as good, he doesn't win many football games or he doesn't win, you know, take his team to the next level and I think this is when you find out truly about Jalen Hurts and how good it could be. And, look, Hurts the other day talking about what this team has to do now, You know, he mentioned a word that I think is important in this discussion. Here's Jalen Hurts on what this team has to do to bounce back after Monday night.
1: For us, we have to trust in everybody and trust in everybody and their opportunities and taking advantage of the opportunities coming their way. Continue to play team football. I think we, play, we try and go out there and play complementary football, so just continue to do that.
0: Well, I'm glad he used the word trust. You know why? Because we it, it's time to trust Jalen Hurts. And it's interesting that we're going to find out tonight if you do. 215 592 I trust Jalen Hurts. I believe Jalen Hurts will find a way over the next, let's say, month or so with this team not at, at full strength to get them to victories. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think they're going to blow some of these teams out. I think there's going to be difficult times with the offense not moving. But you know what? This is where Jalen Hurts has to make the play, make the throw. On Sunday, this Colts team plays a lot of cover one. You know what that means? One-on-one on the outside. Put it where it needs to be down the field and make some big-time throws. And he did on Monday. Now, unfortunately, he had a Quez fumble and an A.J. Brown drop, but put it where it needs to be. And then when things aren't there in the passing game, Jalen Hurts' legs have kind of disappeared the last four weeks, only averaging 22 yards rushing a game. I think they need to come back. I mentioned Donovan, young Donovan. I mentioned you know, Steve McNair. Those guys, when when things broke down, they use their legs to win games, and it might be time for Jalen Hurts to go back to doing that over the next month. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts. The Eagles have an MVP candidate a quarterback, but we're going to find out, I think, over the next month if he's truly deserving of the MVP award. If the Eagles go and win three of the next four, and he plays well and he guides them to wins, I, I think he cements himself as a legitimate, you know, MVP finalist in this thing. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. I trust that Jalen Hurts is going to deliver as we raise the bar because he's got to carry them the next four weeks. Tucker, what do you feel? Do you trust Hurts to be the quarterback they win because of? I don't know if I trust him yet because I just don't think it's something we've seen. Yep.
2: And, you know, you mentioned coming into the season it was whether or not Jalen Hurts can be the starting quarterback right there. It sounds crazy now, but that was the question prior to week one. And I think he's passed all those tests with flying colors, but as we move forward, and this week he's missing Dallas Goddard and a couple players on defense, and that'll be tough, even though Indianapolis is what, two wins, three wins, four? Four. Four, five, and one. Four, five, and one. Yeah, something like that. Um, you know, on paper, the Eagles are a far superior team to Indianapolis. Like, moving forward, you have a Titans team that looks pretty feisty. You have a, a Packers team who, even with Aaron Rodgers, I don't necessarily want to count out moving forward. And then you have a, a pretty good Giants and Cowboys team. Jalen Hurts needs to prove he can win with a weekend roster because guess what? Starting next season or starting in two years when Jalen Hurts' his big contract kicks in and he's making 40 to $45 million, he's going to need to be able to do that on a weekly basis. Yep. Right. He, he's going to need to be able to figure out how to win without all pro wide receivers lining up to the left and right of him. He's going to need to learn how to win without a top five tight end uh, and a top two or three offensive line and, and a defense that is basically getting paid $100 million combined this season, and it's one of those things that you look back and the previous quarterback couldn't do that, right? Like him making money – directly correlated with the Eagles going downhill Mm -hmm. and it's something that Howie Roseman has struggled with in his career he's never built a team that's been successful with an expensive quarterback you look at the best teams the Eagles have had since Howie Roseman assumed power back in 2010 2010 they're paying Kevin Cobb second round money and Michael Vick was a backup 2013 Michael Vick took a pay cut and Nick Foles was playing on a third round second year salary 2017 Carson Wentz was playing on a second-year rookie salary, and this year, obviously, Jalen Hurts, I think he's like the 45th or 46th highest-paid quarterback in football right now. I mean, Howie Roseman's been really good building teams when his quarterback is playing at a Pro Bowl level for no money. He, he's never been able to put together a team around an expensive quarterback, and part of that is because the quarterbacks have never been able to step up when making that kind of money in It's up to Jalen Hurts to kind of break the chain, right? Like, if Jalen Hurts starts making $45 million in 2024, he's going to need to earn that price tag every week. He's going to need to go out, and he's going to need to be the reason why the Eagles win. That's why guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees were good for 10, 15 years. It was because they were able to take a team that may be hurting, maybe, you know, down, maybe an underdog on paper, and win because they were just better than the other team, and that's something I need to see from Jalen Hurts. Not on a weekly basis this year, but if he's going to sign on the dotted line for forty-five million
0: dollars a year in about three months, we're going to need to see him be able to do it. And it's time to raise the bar. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I think you know for this season, for up to right now, dollar for dollar, he's probably the most valuable player in the league. Tucker said a forty-fifth highest-paid quarterback, and he's playing at an MVP level. That's that's value. But there's a different kind of value, and that is wins and losses. And when things are not going well around you, when you have injuries, when your guys are dropping passes, when they're fumbling, he's got to raise his level. You know, if they lose three of the next four games or, or go two and two or two and three in the next five and he plays okay and they lose, I mean, then we have to discuss how valuable he is moving forward. But I, I trust him. I trust that Jalen Hurts is going to elevate his game as everything around him starts to crumble, do you? two one five Let's see what the people think. Do you trust that Jalen Hurts is going to lift this team up as injury set in around him? Let's talk to Matt in Potsdam. What's up, Matt?
3: Hey, how's it going, Joe? Um, I agree with everything you said for the most part. I mean, I know you went through a lot of things there, and I'm pretty much on board with all of it, but I'd like to add a few pieces to it. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, along with Jalen Hurts. I think one of the key pieces there is, at this juncture of the year, we have a healthy Miles Sanders. So, as much as we're as much as we're going to raise the bar on Jalen a little bit, I think that same bar has to get raised up on on, on you know, on movie a little bit. We got to get him the ball more. He wants to be a, a primetime number one back. Now's your chance to step up to show that you're a primetime number one back. Um, in my opinion. With that being said, this goes back to one of the things that the trade deadline sort of bugged me that we didn't bring in another back because the novelty of Boston Scott never has done it for me. And I like Gainwell, <clears throat> excuse me, I like Gainwell, but we needed that other off body back to go to. <clears throat> excuse me. We needed that other off body back to go to to, you know, compliment Sanders, in my opinion. So I think that's going to be, uh, you know, a big part in, in this succession. Uh, the, you know, the success that we're going to have moving forward during this injury period. And then I have another part. But what do you think about that? Well,
0: you're right. Um, and, and, you know, I I hope it doesn't come back to bite him, Matt, because, you know, right now they're okay at running back. But if, if Sanders ever got banged up, they're all of a sudden very thin. I mean, they go from being very. good to thin in, in a hurry because, you know, Scotts is what he is. Gainwell, I think, has kind of regressed. I mean, he, as a pass catcher, he keeps dropping the ball. And Sermon, yep. we only saw, I think, one game this year. So, yeah, I, I do. I mean, they have to give the ball to Sanders, and I, I wish they had more behind him.
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so in addition to that, when we start looking at the other things, and I and I do think I think this is another chance for I, why I love the signing of Zach Pascal when we got him, and now we're going back to the team that he played for. Great opportunity for him to step up and become a contributor, you know, in, in, in an open spot that's going to be available for him. But I think I think Grant is going to do a fine job catching passes at, at the tight end position. Uh, Calcaretta, I think he's going to do a great job. And then you have Stoll as a blocker, which I agree. I, I think that's more his forte. But I'd like to see him. Wait, Stitchin and, 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 and Nick are going to have to get creative in their formations of getting guys slipped away. And in, in, in doing that, I think this can help A.J. With, his, with the bad ankle. I think you got he's a big-body guy. You can slip him in in some 12 personnel. You can slip him in at the tight spot knowing that you're sending him out in the past. And maybe now you're getting him matched up with an outside linebacker. Or now you make that corner have to come in over the top, and you create some other scenarios for Zach Pascal or Quez over the top. I think you got to get creative with him. And in doing so, you're also saving some of that ankle and keeping him on some of the shorter routes where, you, you, where we use Dallas a lot, out into the flat, turn up, get what you can, you
0: know, the out patterns.
3: Use A.J. in that method a little bit right now for the next week or two until his ankle gets 100%.
0: Well, especially on the turf this weekend, man. Man, I appreciate it. Now, A.J. had a full practice today, so maybe that ankle is responding well to treatment and he's going to be fine on Sunday. But here's how I look at this. Jalen Hurts is playing on the road this week. You know, hostile environment on the road, a team that is a new coach, and they won their first game last week. They, they feel like they've got a little life to them now in, in the AFC playoff picture. And the Eagles are going in there, and they're not not—they're not 100% that close to it. This is where – MVP caliber quarterbacks elevate their team. And I'm not asking Jalen Hurst to go out there, throw 350 yards, and have a 127 passer rating. I I get it. It's going to be choppier the next few weeks if this thing isn't where they want it to be. this, This is kind of a crossroads of the season. It's kind of a dog day moment of the season. they got to get through this. And when you have an MVP caliber quarterback, that you, you get through this, it's time for Jalen Hurts to raise his game, and I trust he's going to do it. Do you two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four? Do you trust that Jalen Hurts is going to play his best football as things around him, injury specifically, start to go the other way on the Eagles? Let's talk to Lamar. What's up, Lamar?
4: How you guys doing, Joe?
0: Good, Lamar. What are you thinking tonight?
4: Oh man, Joe, I think that you're putting tremendous amount of pressure on Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurst is great. I think he's special. I called this radio station a couple years ago when I was hating Wentz after that very first game that I thought he played against New Orleans when he had the number one defense, and that's who I thought they drafted in nineteen. Did I think they would be eight and one? No, but I told Tucker when I called. The bigger concern for me is it don't matter how good Hurst is. It don't matter how many defensive tackles you bring in. You now have probably bought in 10 different players to cover up for Jonathan Gannon. Hurts can be all world. You have a very bad defensive coordinator with a very bad scheme. So Hurts can be fighting an uphill battle. I mean, you only rushed four all night the other night, and you dropped eight, seven. You dropped seven guys in coverage. All I've seen was McLaurin running all over the secondary, catching uncontested catches. Yeah,
0: they had a tough night. But, Lamar, I don't agree that Gannon's bad. I don't agree. They, 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 no, they, I mean,
4: they're, they're second. They're
0: averaging what? They're giving up eighteen points a game the entire season? Like this isn't okay. a this isn't a bad defense.
4: It's been they've been they've been opportunistic right. with the safety playing out of his mind with six interceptions. But I listen to you every night, Joe. I Listen to you and Howard go at it for an hour. All right, if you're telling me right now that Gannon, I mean, it don't matter who it is. This guy makes anybody look old-world. Now, you, you're a guy that brings out a lot of stats. You bring a lot of stats about Hurts, and I'm a big Hurts supporter, and I enjoy those stats. But if you go back and you look over the last year, Gannon has been destroyed by every competent quarterback in the league. So if Gannon gives up now, again, if Gannon gives up 24 points to the Colts, you're asking Hurts to go out and give you 30.
0: Well, you know what? And, and Lamar, I appreciate your phone call. I don't agree. Now, last year, yes. We, we and we went through, through this last year when they played a co- and they really didn't play many competent quarterbacks last year. La- last season was more of a great quarterback or or terrible quarterback. It was a very odd dynamic of who they played last year. Maybe there was one or two like a Bridgewater or whatever in Denver, but most of the, the, their games last year were excellent quarterback, top 10 quarterbacks and then you know, bad quarterbacks. This year, I felt I feel like they faced more of the middle. They faced the Cousins, the Murrays, um, you know, I guess Matt Ryan. Is Golf. Goff? Goff. Now it might be below the middle. But um, they, they faced more of those. But, yeah, Goff's better than, like, the guys from last year they were facing. The Jared Darnolds. Gilbert. The Gilberts. Yeah, I mean, Goff's obviously better than those guys. Um, I, I just, I, I don't think the reality of the season matches that claim on Jonathan Gennett. You know, the Eagles haven't allowed 250 passing yards in a game yet this season. It's the NFL. It's 2022. They've been on 250 passing yards once in a game. I mean, you. I just don't think people like the guy. I mean, does anyone like any defensive coordinator here since Jim Johnson? I thought Jim Schwartz was pretty good. Yeah, but we did. Did, did most people like Jim Schwartz? No. I I just think there's like. This syndrome of, well, Buddy had it for a long time, the Buddy people, but then after that, the next generation became the Jim Johnson people. Like, no one will ever live up to these guys, so they're bad. I, is Gannon great? No, I don't think he's great, but the performance of the defense this year is not bad. No, and I think they've definitely improved over last year.
2: I mean, they're eighth in points per drive allowed, which is is marketably improved over a team that I think ranked 25th or so last year, but... I also worry about their third down defense which ranks 20th. Their red zone defense is 14th which is much better than last year. But you mentioned their pass defense. How much of that is a product of Jonathan Gannon being a great defensive quarter or a coordinator and how much of that is a product of having two Pro Bowl cornerbacks and adding
0: an All-Pro edge rush? Yeah. It's probably more of that, right? They they gave him pieces and and it's it's working better now. But like the formula works. So that, that's I guess that's where I'm coming from. What what he's doing this year has worked with these players. So like every time we want him to blitz and do they're not gonna start blitzing a lot. They're not. The NFL today, if you blitz a lot, you you get beat by quarterbacks and receivers. They're not gonna start blitzing. We need to get it out of our head. And the bottom line is this, and I'll go back to the Hurts thing. Yes, I'm putting pressure on Jalen Hurts because I think he's good enough to handle it. And if moving forward they're going to give him the kind of money, I think we're all kind of now assuming they're going to give him, excuse me give him. Well, they're going to need they're going to need him to play at that level. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you trust Jalen Hurts to step up his game as things around him start to erode a little bit? Injury to Goddard. AJ Brown rolled his ankle on Monday Night Football. You know the, the Eagles are not going to have their, their full complement of players at least for a month now. I mean, Evante Maddox not, not come back anytime soon. Jordan Davis still a few weeks away. Dallas Scott are a big blow to this offense. This team is a little bit less than it was a few weeks ago. Do you trust Jalen Hurts to step up and play his best and lead this team to victories while things are crumbled around him? I do. 215-592-9494. We'll talk Jalen Hurts. We'll hear from Nick Sirianni as well on the other side about the acquisition here, acquisitions of the two new big defensive tackles. That's up next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up, promo code JILLIO. Look, FanDuel has all your favorite bets, money line, point spreads, player props. And with live betting, you had updated odds on games that have already started all in that. That's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I love the FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Sign up today, promo code JILLIO. For your no-sweat-first bet, that's promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. On this Friday, lots to get into. We'll get to a trust the pregame Sixers and the Bucks tonight. The Wells Fargo Center looking forward to that. Uh, NFL picks later in the show. of we'll a guest on from Indianapolis to tell us what we need to know about this Colts team and this matchup. And do they suddenly have life there in, in Indy with the coaching change to Jeff Saturday? So, all that coming up. Your phone calls right now 215 592 9494. Do you trust Jalen Hurts? I mean, that, that's really where I, I come down as we move to this next phase of the season because the Eagles aren't at 100%. They're not. Dallas Goddard's not coming back anytime soon. And I don't think you replace a Dallas Goddard with the guys they have. Avante Maddox will be missed. Jordan Davis is in the process of being missed. You know, they're struggling right now in terms of run defense. Now, can that be fixed overnight or is it going to take three, four, five weeks to get Sue and Linval Joseph, you know, kind of acclimated in here? It might take some time. This isn't going to be perfect. And let's not forget A.J. Brown on Monday night rolled his ankle. He was invisible in that game Monday night. After rolling his ankle. Now, he seems to be okay, and we'll see him out there on Sunday. No injury designation, but I'll be watching that because that can linger, that kind of thing. And if he's not right, all of a sudden you have a, a much lesser of a team than we started the year with. And I believe Jalen Hurts is good enough, poised enough, and ready to guide this team and will this team to victories. I, I trust him. I trust Jalen Hurts to raise his game as everything around him crumbles. 215 Do you trust Hurts? To play his best football and be a quarterback, they win because of not just what, not just with. Eric is up on hey, WIP. WIP. Hey, Eric. Hey, happy Friday. Can you hear me? Okay. Gotcha, Eric. Yep. What's on your mind, buddy? What are you thinking? Awesome.
5: Um, yeah, I do trust Jalen Hurts. Um, I think we're going to learn a lot about him in the coming weeks because it's it's that stretch of the season. But um, and I think you pointed this out earlier. I just wanted to make a point about the game on Monday, and the play where Quez Watkins did end up fumbling. Um, But I was really impressed because it was a crucial moment of the game where we really needed a play to be made, and Jalen threw a dime to Quez. And I I was just really impressed by that, Uh, the timing of it, and and it was a great throw. Obviously, it didn't work out, unfortunately, but, um, you know, what, what more can you ask of Jalen in that moment of a close game?
0: Well, you're right, Eric. he did. Uh, it was an excellent throw. It, it should have led to a you know at least a scoring drive, right even if he got tackled there, they were in position to score. and Eric, you go back to the throw he made to, to AJ Brown earlier in the game that was an interception. Yep. Now you know I guess we could debate whether or not it was um, it was a smart throw because it, it did end up being double coverage. but the throw itself was on the money like if Brown just catches it, it's a 50 yard catch. It was a beautiful throw to Brown. I don't know if that was before or after he tweaked his ankle, but maybe that had something to
5: do with it as well. Um, But I I totally trust Jalen Hurts. I've been following him since since he was a freshman in Alabama. If you remember in the national championship game as a freshman going up against Deshaun Watson, he got Alabama the lead, and it just so happened that Deshaun Watson – Ended up winning it. But he put his team
0: in a in a place to win as a young Yeah, Yeah, he did. He he led them. He left the field with the lead, Eric. And, man, I appreciate your phone call. And you enjoyed the game this weekend. I I trust that Hurts is going to do this, and I don't care how it looks. I, I continue to mention he reminds me of Steve McNair. Because Steve McNair used to win ugly. And especially we didn't have all his complimented players out there. I If you tell me on Sunday it's a victory and the Eagles have 27 points on the board, I don't care how he got them. I, I don't care if he runs for three touchdowns, throws for three touchdowns, you know, and, and you think back to last year. He hasn't done it as much this year because he said you know, they've had so many, so many guys that are you know, are worthy of throwing the ball to. And last year they didn't have that many, right? It was it was really just Devontae Smith and and Goddard last year when he was healthy. But you know, last year how did Jalen Hurts move the football? How did they move the chains on offense last year? His legs, and I would not be shocked on Sunday if Jalen Hurts' legs come back into play. It's been it's been about a month now. We threw out the numbers last night. Jalen Hurts first five games, 55 or 52.3 yards a game. And now it's like 22. I feel like Jalen Hurts is going to have to use his legs more to start winning these games. And and I don't just mean the third and one sneaks. Those are, I mean, that's just routine now when it's third and one or fourth and one or half a yard, Jalen Hurts in the sneak or by the goal line, it's, it's an almost an automatic at this point, but I'm talking about, you know, third and four, and nobody's open. What What do you do? And, and that's, you know, we've seen Jalen Hurts use his legs there, and he could do it again, I think, on Sunday against this Colts defense. 215 592 Ray is in Morrison. Hey, Ray. Joe, Joe, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Ray. What are you thinking on this?
1: Well, yeah, I trust him. And you know this from speaking with me for, for a long time. I trusted Jalen back when everybody thought this guy couldn't play. So, you know, last year we were saying, oh, is this going to be the future of the franchise? Yes. Jalen can do it, but let me just give you this. Everything that you said is very true. He's lacking uh, in in all of his receivers right now. You've got some people hurt on defense, and this is what's going to come up. He's going to have to elevate his game. The question is, if he's got talent like me, you, and Tucker out there, it's not going to matter how great he is. The players that are there have to produce. Now, the next man up mentality, Jack Stoll, is going to have to come in. I think he's played well when he's – been given an opportunity he's going to have to play uh quez watkins is going to have to show up pascal's going to have to show up everybody's going to have to help compensate for the for the loss uh, on, on the offense and you know defensive side of the ball you're talking about and dominant he this guy was a guy that, that was a monster people were afraid to line up on the other side of this guy when he was uh, at his peak So it shouldn't take four weeks. This is football. This is not rocket science. Go out there and jam up that middle so they can't run on us like they've been doing for the last few weeks. That's all that needs to happen. But the thing is, Joe, when we talk about in the coming years for Jalen, if you take that talent away, we've seen what this guy can do when he has top-tier talent. This team was undefeated up until last week. If you start talking about, well, $50 million contracts and we can't pay five or six players, you have to know that is going to change. He's not going to be the same player when you don't have talent around him. I don't think any quarterback is. Well, and that's, and, and that's know,
0: the part, Ray, that makes – and that's what makes it kind of difficult. I mean, look, if he keeps playing well, they're going to keep him. They're going to resign him, and, I, and I'm all for that. But I, I think we start to find out, can he carry them, right? Can he carry them when they need him to?
1: I'm not sure really that's a fair question to ask because if, if the team's horrible around you, it doesn't really matter how great the quarterback is, what – we're going to have to ask ourselves is to ask Howie Roseman to raise the bar on his game. He's going to have to magically wave his wand, as we've seen him do, and try to find some kind of way to uh, be able to uh, keep this team together. This is a magical season. I know we're kind of bitten by the injury bug now, but we have seen a team uh, this is probably one of the best rosters we've had in decades uh, in this football fr- franchise. So if they can find, he and Jeff Lurie can find a way to keep some of these top tier guys still on the t- roster next year. That's going to be, that's going to be huge. It's going to be everything is to keeping the continuity of this team going. Um, and then you plug in a few pieces, but It might possibly be that Jalen has to be willing to do a Tom Brady where maybe he'll restructure his contract so that you can keep some of these guys on the team. That would be a very unselfish thing. Uh, for him to do, and it also help him in his career as far as
0: longevity goes. Of course, and it would help him in his legacy. If he wins, it's, it's better for him, Ray right? I appreciate the phone call. We'll see. I mean, that's, that's not – most quarterbacks, most players don't do that, all right? The Tom Brady system for all those years uh, is rare. I mean, most players get the top dollar, especially as they get their first deal, and they want to reset the market and all those things. And, you know, in the next couple of years, Lamar's going to get paid and Joe Burrow's going to get paid – and two is probably going to get paid and Jalen Hurts is going to get paid so it's you know these guys are going to make a lot of money and it's going it, but it, it changes team building it does and and but I think this next month or so is going to give us a glimpse of how that's going to look it's not a perfect analogy things change players change they'll have new draft picks but Jalen Hurts at this point he's the constant he is the there's only one eagle in the MVP candidacy right now. When you look at the odds right now, you don't see five Eagles, you see one. And and really that's because the quarterback position is just so much higher and above everything else in this sport of football. And quarterbacks, that's why we attach the win-loss record to their names. No one knows what Miles Sanders' win-loss record is. It doesn't matter. He's a running back. He's replaceable. Quarterbacks aren't as replaceable. And for Jalen Hurts, like if he plays the way he has this year, I think they're going to be fine. Now, it's going to be a little harder for him to be as efficient without all his guys. But this is when greatness comes out this is when leadership comes out I trust that Jalen Hurts is going to find a way to win and that's all I'm asking I am not asking for extraordinary numbers without all his guys out there I think it's going to be a little harder for the Eagles to be as efficient and be as dominant over the next month this will be choppier and that's okay if they win three of the next four games to put themselves in position to clinch the east and get the number one seed I don't care how it looks let's talk to Zach who's up on WIP hey Zach
6: what's
7: up, man? What's up, Zach? What are you thinking? Not much, man. Not much. You ready for Thanksgiving, dude? I can't wait. Oh my lord!
0: Oh, of course. Well, it, I, Thanksgiving might be my favorite holiday, Zach. It's it's um, like it's football and food and
7: family. It's awesome. Ain't nothing better than hot turkey sandwiches. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. No, listen. Honestly, I, I agree with a lot of the callers. I mean, I think I think this week, uh, you know, leading up to this game, there, there's been. There's been a little bit of panic, uh, in in a sense with with, with callers. I mean, as far as like you know, we're we're kind of jumping off the track a little bit and, and kind of being a little bit worried. I, I personally, I think we're going to be fine. I, you know, we we need to establish the run game first and foremost. I mean, the run game was pretty much non-existent last week, and I think that's something that we we t- we tend to like kind of take for granted because we do have one of the best run games in the league, if not, I would say, top three, arguably. And when you just mentioned the point about Jalen Hurts' legs. I think that's going to show this week. I think, in a sense, you know, being that we have two two lower end tight ends on the on the line, I think those guys are going to kind of apply those blocks that we need, and I think Jalen is going to get up the field a little bit more. I think we're going to see that um, in a dominant fashion as well. I mean, Indianapolis just lost their best linebacker, who is he's a stud. Leonard is Leonard is a beast. He's a stud, and I just personally think that you know, in the, in the next three to four weeks, this is going to be the tall tale for Jalen. I mean, because we do have a lot of a lot of
0: yeah, I lost you a little bit, Zach. But it, I agree with, I think, the point he's making. It's a telltale for Jalen Hurts. I mean, like, over the next few weeks, the, what we see out of Jalen Hurts is going to go along. I mean, I, I really do believe that one month from now, there's going to be a perception of Hurts, fair or not. Like, you know, maybe it's too short of a sample, but it's, it, that's how this works. If they go 4-0 and and he continues to play at the level he's played all year and he or he elevates his level, I mean, there's going to be zero, zero debate that he's getting the top market money he could possibly get. If they go one and three over the next month, and he his numbers regress significantly, I, I, Tucker, I think there's going to be questions. There's going to, all of a sudden how much they pay him. Not so much like they're not they're going to get rid of him, but like the, how much they pay him is he really worth the number he might get? That's going to be a conversation if the next month goes goes the sideways. Yeah, I mean, do you envision any world where he isn't the
2: Eagle starting quarterback next season? I don't know. He's what about in 2024? Because in theory, he's under contract for next season. I mean, I, I just. I don't see a world where a contract isn't signed, March seventeenth, wherever the the league year starts. Barring a significant injury, he's going to get a new contract. Right, and I, I just I, I look forward and I, I look at this next stretch, and you're right; it's by far the toughest part of their schedule so far. When you look at the teams they have to play, in, in Tennessee
0: you have the Cowboys again, you have the Giants twice. I mean, this is even that Bears a, a game stretch. doesn't feel like a gimme. They they're not good, but all of a sudden, like just, Justin Fields is playing un- crazy football right now. Like, that yeah, could I mean, be a I mean, Justin Fields game. is
2: playing well, and even if you want to look at Indianapolis, I, I think they present a tough matchup for the Eagles because if you look, the Eagles, I mean, we mentioned their pass defense is great, but it's great at stopping downfield passing, right? And that isn't right. really something Matt Ryan does. If you look at the numbers, the Eagles on short passing aren't necessarily great, and you add in the fact that Avante Maddox isn't playing in the slot this week, I think that presents a tough matchup. Add in the fact that Jeff Saturday is going to let uh, Jonathan Taylor run the ball I don't know, 30, 35 times on Sunday against an Eagles defense that I don't want to say they got gashed against Washington because I think Brian Robinson stinks and and that wasn't really a dominant performance. But what did worry me was they weren't getting any tackles for loss, right? Like they weren't stopping Washington behind the sticks. They were getting two, three every play. I worry Jonathan Taylor could turn those two or three yard gains into six, seven yard gains and turn those 10 yard gains into 25, 30 yard gains. So Moving forward, especially this week, I mean, this is a tough part of the schedule. Maybe it's just the loss on Sunday that has has people worried, but I don't
0: know. I mean, th- this is a much tougher stretch now that the Eagles kind of have faced some adversity. And this is where, if you have an MVP candidate at quarterback, he gets you through it. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Next six weeks will determine the course of this season. And this is not an easy six-week stretch. Now, hopefully by the end of this six-week stretch, some of these injured guys will be back. You know, Jordan Davis, I would imagine, within this six-week stretch that I'm about to kind of lay out, he'll be back in the mix. But next six weeks at Indianapolis this Sunday. Home next Sunday against the Packers. Now, the Packers are not very good, but they will have extra rest heading to this game because they played last night. Then the Titans, who just seem to win every week. I don't know how the Titans win. They just win every game. They're 7-3. Then the road trip starts at the Giants. At the Bears, at the Cowboys, next six weeks, we're gonna wake up on Christmas morning, and if the if the Eagles have gone five and one in these six weeks, guess what we're talking about? We're talking about them clinching the number one seed. Maybe it's clinched already. We're talking about the division title wrapped up on on by the time you wake up on Christmas morning. We're talking about about the Super Bowl and the path to the Super Bowl. That if if they play really well, five and one, four and two these next six weeks, that's all there. If they go three and three these next six weeks, I'm not sure they're gonna have the number one seed. I'm not sure with the way the Vikings have played, and if they go three and three the next six weeks, the division may be you know still in, in the, hanging in the balance for the final two weeks of the regular season. So, like they've built up a wonderful start to the season, but like this is it. Like this is the, the part of the schedule where you need your MVP to step up. I trust the Jalen Hurts. Well, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you trust Jalen Hurts to lift everyone up as things around him start to crumble a little bit, Frankie? is in Roxburgh. Hey, Frankie.
6: Yo, Joe, what's happening? Frankie, what are you cooking
0: tonight? What do you got tonight? Uh,
6: Joe, I just took, I made Atlantic cod, and I made uh, broccoli with cauliflower, uh, carrots, and I made an awesome salad.
0: Oh, that Atlantic sounds delicious. I'm, I'm a cod guy, Frankie. I like a little oh, Atlantic cod.
6: It. It's, it's usually my every Friday night dinner. Either that or salmon, I switch it up once in a while.
0: Yeah, you got it. You get a little variety. It's a spice yeah. of life, Frankie.
6: But anyway, I, I believe in him too, Joe. I think, I think this game is going to tell a lot because I trust him because he's done it all the time. He's done it in college. He's done it when everybody always thought that he wasn't what he was or, or he couldn't pass or he couldn't. He, he couldn't read defenses, and he, he came in and out, out on top every time. So anyway, Joe, I think the game plan is, I think it, he is going to run a little more, and I think we're going to get a double dose of Jalen and our running backs. So,
0: so, run, run in, so, so, so the running, so the running, you think the running out, game, you think the running yeah. game is coming back this week? I like that.
6: Yeah, and I think we're going to try to we're, we're going to try to get a lead first, and then and then just pound them the rest of the game.
0: Well, and that's that's the formula, Frankie. The Eagles have you know I think tried for years, and and it usually does But Frankie, I appreciate it, and you enjoy the Atlantic uh, Atlantic cod tonight for Frankie Atlantic cod. Uh, now, do they have Pacific cod? You know, I've never seen that. Uh, I would I would I'm venture to say no. I mean, otherwise, why wouldn't you see that kind of marketed as well? I mean, maybe they just have that on the West Coast, yeah, maybe there's just less of it, so it's hard to to kind of you know get it's a, a delicacy, lot. yeah right it's it's harder to for you to have it in the grocery store, for example, like you see the Atlantic cod in the grocery store you you check in on that maybe we'll we'll get some answers on Pacific cod. Maybe it has to do with like the currents or the temperature of the water. I don't know. I mean, have you really thought about all through through all this, like why certain fish are in certain areas and not in others? There is Pacific cod, okay. It's found in the eastern and western regions of the northern Pacific. So do you think maybe if you go to the grocery store out in, let's say, Oregon or Washington State, you'd see some Pacific cod? I would think so. Okay. Well you maybe we'll on a road trip. We'll go out there and, and we'll we'll see what we can find here. Let's talk to Michael, who's up on uh WFP. Hey Michael. Hey, how you doing? Good, Michael, what are you thinking tonight?
8: Yeah, I mean I you know, I definitely trust Jalen. I think if, if I'm thinking back, you know, to kind of like the Carson Wentz era. Um, you know, when he, when he got injured, um, uh, in that Super Bowl run, you know, it, it hurt a little bit, but man, I trusted Foles and, you know, obviously, you know, we got a good result of that. And, you know, when we got to the start of that next season and when Wentz was coming back, I, yeah, there's something in my stomach that I just, I was like, you know, I really wish Foles was still playing. And when I really compared Jalen to Wentz, if that's, you know, really the kind of the benchmark that we're going at the minute. Wentz was a sack machine, man. That guy absorbed sacks like a sponge to water. And I just don't think Hurts is that type of guy right now. I think Hurts, you know, gets rid of the ball. He makes a good decision. I don't get nervous when he drops back. But when Wentz dropped back, every single time he dropped back, I was thinking, man, this is going to be a sack. This is going to be a fumble. Something not good is going to happen here. And I just don't really – I just think Hurts is just a much more mature player who just understands the game better.
0: Yeah, he plays winning football, Michael. It's amazing when you think about it how – how much a sack kills a drive. Like, you know, it's just it, – it's almost impossible when you get sacked consistently to have, you know, good drives, right? I mean, you're just going backwards, and it makes those third downs so difficult. Like, you know, if you're in third and three, third and four, you can figure that out. You're in third and 12, you just almost no chance you're converting.
8: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, 10 sacks a game, which is what Wentz kind of is at times or has been at times. Even the game that we played, the Commanders, really, this season, what do you have, like, what, nine sacks? Yep like you know you're just you never win in a game with nine sacks and you can't put all that on the O-line you got to put some of that on how long that quarterback's holding onto that ball and what he's seeing downfield and you know Wentz was pretty good in that short pass range but again those kind of 20 30 40 pass yards which you don't get often but you know when they when they get made um Wentz just wasn't on the money and you know again Hurts in that game against the Commanders on Monday I know you know, Brown didn't catch that ball, but that ball was on the money. And I it think was. every time he throws that ball it is gonna be on the money.
0: Yeah, and, and that's and that's the thing about his deep passing and Michael appreciate that's gotten so much better. Like, you know, and he, I always thought he threw a nice deep ball, but it wasn't always accurate enough. Like, he just I threw it I throw it through it nice touch and it you know, I I like the way the trajectory of the ball went, catchable passes, but this year it's all that and the ball's on the money. And we can't discount the sack stuff. I mean um you take sacks you lose. You take sacks, you punt. You t- You punt, you don't score. I mean, this is not rocket science. I mean, you, you, the best quarterbacks in the league avoid sacks by either their mind or their likes. Jalen Hurts, I think, at this point is doing it with both. Um, But whatever. I don't, whatever way he avoids the sacks, it's important he does. Two one five five nine two 592 is how you hop in. We'll come back. All your phone calls. I want you to hear from Sirianni on the other side and the latest Eagles acquisition on why he's signing. And if you want to tell me what you're cooking tonight, we could do that, Frankie. One of our last callers told us he was cooking Atlantic cod tonight, so that could be a nice Friday night thing. Tell us what you're cooking. We're we gonna get hungry listening to all this. Maybe. What do you have to go dig out those mashed potatoes that they had yesterday? What are you cooking? You cook before you come in?
2: Uh, no, I went to Chick Fil A today. I got some uh, chicken tortilla soup, which is fine. But you did But that's not like that's
0: I'll not... make ravioli probably when I get home. I made ravioli before I left today for my family. So you make them dinner, and then you order dinner here? Well, no, sometimes it depends on how much is left. I, I want to make sure they have enough food. I want to take all the food with me. It depends. It depends on the night. Okay. depends if I'm in the mood for what I'm making everybody else. I mean, listen, I, 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 can't, I can't do everything and to be the chef. And I, sometimes I just want I want a burrito bowl, man. <laughs> That's fair. I can't blame you. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. Lots to talk about right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.